Hello and welcome to Banter and Chill with your host, Inni Baby. Hello and welcome to another episode of Banter and Chill podcast. If you're new here, you're welcome. Thank you for tuning in. My existing customers, they know they know that it's an interesting journey. And I promise you, if at the end of this podcast, you do not learn something new or you do not laugh out loud. Okay, maybe not laugh out loud. At least if you don't giggle at least once, I'll refund your data. Then for my returning people, thank you for sticking with me. Big shout out to Plice in particular. I promise him I'll give him a shout out because he takes my podcast personal and I really love to see that. So once again, if you're here, thank you. Um, today, on today's episode... It will be shots fired. And I know some people will listen to this and I think, hmm, is she talking to me? Hmm, I'm not talking to you. I'm just recording an episode. But I'm just, you know, if the shoe fits, baby, wear it. But today, we're coming for everybody. Today's um, episode is about one-sided relationships, you know. Today, I'll be asking a very crucial question. Are you your baby's baby? I know some of you are already thinking, yes, now, yes, I am. But no, wait. At the end of the episode, I will ask this question again. Are you your baby's baby? If at the end of this episode, you can confidently say yes, I'm my baby's baby, then we're good to go. But if no, I'll tell you what to do at the end of the episode. So let's get into it. So one-sided relationships, as the name implies, are... No, first of all, I have a disclaimer to put out there. I'm a manager girl. And if you've heard a job people talk, if you've heard their accent, you know the words that are like all those um, S um, sounds. Like I'm just, I'm saying relationship, but I'm tempted. Like the Ijo baby me is 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 dying to say relationship. <laughs> as funny as that is, it's actually a thing with um, a job people. I don't know if you've heard that joke about trying to say um, Jesus and then you say Jesus. Oh, suku, suku, suk my leg. So, please bear with me if you hear me that I tabo. Please don't laugh, don't laugh. I'm struggling here because of you guys. So, anyways, back to business. One-sided relationships. So, they can even be situationships. Some can be entanglements. But they are basically any situation where you're the one putting in too much effort, or you're the one doing too much for anything you and your significant other have going, and. People, this is not for people who are already in one-sided relationships. So, this episode is mostly targeted at um, those who are about to enter. If you're in it, it's cool. You can still listen, so you can have some sense and jump out. But if you've not entered it yet, I'm going to point out, you know, some things that should tell you that is like um, you are dating yourself or you are doing this thing alone. Alright, and. The reason why most people even end up in um, one-sided relationships is because they ignore red flags. People ignore red flags. And red flags are even the main cuckoo into this conversation. What are red flags? Red flags are basically warning signs of unhealthy behavior. So let's say you're driving on the road now. You get to a traffic light and you see um, the red light. It means you should stop. If you're walking on the road and you see 
a sign with um, bikes, motorbikes on it, and there's this red circle that has a single line running through it that's showing like do not enter. So motorbikes are not allowed there. Or you're walking in peace and there's this particular plot of land, they put a big do not trespass sign. You know what that means. So red flags are basically those kind of things, but for human behavior. But some people, some people have said it that in this life, they don't need a doctor to tell them that they are colorblind. You will see a red flag, you will run because red is your favorite color. You will run into that red flag you go. And that's how people end up settling with um, unhealthy behavior or people who are showing character traits that on a normal day, when you see it, you should stop, drop, pick up your slippers, dust it together, turn around and run in the opposite direction. But there are reasons, you know, there are reasons why people ignore um, red flags. Um, one could be fear of realization. The truth can be very bitter and disruptive. You know, let's say everybody's going in a straight line and you tell them that at this straight line you are going to, when you forget to the end like this, they're sacrificing all of you, the line will scatter. And that is how it is with the truth. It can be disruptive sometimes. So when people don't want to um, shake the status quo, the way things already are, they look at how everything is. Okay, me and this person, we have something good going for us. So I'm trying not to ruffle any feathers. So in their hearts, in their soul, they know, they sense it. But because they rather not deal with it at all, they rather not shake the way things are, they choose to ignore it. So fear of realization can make people ignore red flags. Denial. The thing is, um, people can lull themselves into a false sense of security and convince themselves that, oh, um, this person would never... Ah! This one is very personal for women because when you... You know how they say when you push the man or when you start doing my man will never, my man will never, that's when he will start nevering like he never has before. So you just tell yourself, this person would never... And you... you, you now you're the one gaslighting yourself. Nobody's gaslighting you anymore. You're the one gaslighting yourself, making yourself think, oh no, this person will not do this. So you tend to draw inferences from um, what you know about this person already. And even though maybe they've been moving funny for the past couple of days, just tell them, nah, I'm even crazy for thinking that they could do things like this. You, in your heart and your soul, you know that something could be up, but um, because you don't want to believe it, you rather, you know, live in denial. People... You know, you just convince yourself that, no, 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 I'm crazy. I'm no, this person, this person could never do something like that to me. And that's one of the reasons why people ignore red flags. Then um, another reason is that people see marriage and relationships as a do or die affair. We're in a society that indoctrinates, um, most of our societies basically, is indoctrinated into us that marriages, relationships, you know, we have to, is kind of like, through thick and thin. That's the mindset we have. So I understand that relationship is work, but it's not manual labor. There's a difference between going to the office and doing your nine to five, or sit, okay, there's a difference between sitting at home, doing your fully remote job from eight to five. I'm waking up in the morning, I'm going to a, um, was, was um, a, a building site, a site where they are maybe building a house and you're going to carry cement and you're going to make cement and you're going to do bricklayer work although those are 
shout out to um, bricklayers all over. I'm not sitting on your hustle or anything. But then, you know, there's a difference between those two scenarios. Uh, it's normal for you to want to put in work. You, it's, it's okay for you to want to work for your relationship. But there's a difference between work and hard labor. And somehow, somehow, it has been made to look like relationships should be hard labor. You don't have to suffer. You don't have to suffer, okay? So most times we tend to think, okay, and let me just, let me just stay, let me just, let me just do this, or let me just do that. Maybe it's to get better. It's, no. Baby, it's not a do or die affair. Hmm? You don't have to die if it's not working. Just, you need to leave, babe. Alright? So, <clears throat> those are the three reasons I have for um, reasons why people ignore red flags. Now, you have ignored it and you will see Shege. But, let me, let me make it more What's the word to use? Let me put the shaker you will see into words. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. The shaker you will see. Let me put it into words for you. When you ignore red flags, resentment can grow. People think, you know, feeling some type of way, resentment especially. So what's your significant other? It's something that happens overnight. It doesn't happen overnight. It's little, little things here and there that go unchecked, that pile up. And then your your outbursts are unnecessary. They are they're just coming anyhow. Because you like you now start getting angry more and more. It's because you let all those things that you should have taken note of that you chose to shelf. They are now building a wall between you and the person. So resentment is growing because those things you chose to ignore before they were showing in 3D. Now they are showing in 5D. And you don't want to see it in 5D. So you're not, instead of agreeing that, okay, I don't fuck up. You're not upset at the person because you've let resentment grow towards the person. So ignoring red flags can lead to resentment. It can diminish your self-esteem and trigger your insecurities. Because you'll be with somebody who, you know, is not doing right by you. You tend to question yourself. You, You want to, you find yourself wanting to, adjust you know shape shift to is like you you want to be like water you know if you put water in a cup it will be like the cup if you put water in a bottle it will be like the bottle you want to do that now for the person and you don't you you will not know where you lose yourself in all that because at the point you're not be asking yourself is it me is it that i'm not good enough or you and you start you start looking at yourself differently in the mirror when is the other person that is inconsistent you get so it can also cause stress and anxiety for you. Ignoring red flags can cause stress and it can cause anxiety. Anxiety in the sense that you're always walking around eggshells. Sorry, sorry, wrong um, phrasing. You're always walking on eggshells around the person. So let's say um, you are with somebody who is um, unavailable, always unavailable for you. You now have to cut and adjust how maybe how you want. Maybe you're somebody who, who prioritizes um, quality time. You now have to be cutting and adjusting that to fit into whenever the person can bring out time for you. It's be stressing you out because you know that's not what your heart, what your soul responds to. You'll be stressed out. And then you're always anxious because you feel like it might not last because of all these things you're doing. So you always think, okay. What is going to now be the breaking point? How long is this going to last? 
you're asking yourself numerous questions. Uh, you're stressing out. It's not a good look on you. And it's happening because you chose to ignore red flags. Hmm? And then there are signs. There are signs and the signs are always there that you are you are dating yourself. You are in this thing. Like only you be the boyfriend, only you be the girlfriend for this thing. There are, the signs are always there. It's just that we choose to ignore them. But let's quickly touch on some of them. Um so you know all those people that ah it's tell me what are we I tell we are what we are. All those kind of people. <laughs> anyway, you see them run, run. People who fear commitment, no, not fear, people who refuse to commit to you and what you guys have, please, if you see anybody like that, don't, don't, mm, run away, run away. You want to know why? Because, no, let's even put it into perspective. Some people, I don't, like, I don't even know what's wrong with some people. Hmm? You want to talk somebody's child to death. You people have been talking, talking, say you are in talking stage, you are doing what people in relationships are doing. You are still talking. What are you talking about? Are you pen pals? What stories are you guys exchanging that is so interesting that you have been keeping me here and I've been talking for five months? Did I come here to talk? Is it talk that they gave it to me to come and do this life? Is it tales by moonlight? What's going on here? Hmm? Some of you, like, I'm, I'm trying to like switch roles, you know, so I'll direct it at you and sometimes I'll use myself as the example. So for those of you who are actually doing it out there, and then for those of you who are staying in situations where somebody will refuse, um, commit to you run away I've said it plenty of times already like if you listen to this whole episode you hear the word run plenty of times but please run away um, people refusing to commit gives them leeway gives them um, an avenue to not be accountable to you so their actions their decisions whatever they do to you you cannot hold them accountable because there is no umbrella of a defined relationship because if some see if somebody likes you they want to define their relationship with you they want to make you know that okay this is where you stand with me and if you do not know that and even after you bring it up you still do not know that then please run away if anybody is saying ah i am i'm this is how i am i just don't like let's go with the flow i don't know florida river jordan well done don't go with any flow my dear if they tell you to go with the flow you roll the other way you hear me the next thing you would see if you're in a one-sided relationship is that you're dating your enemy. How will you see that? <laughs> I don't know if you all know that 48 laws of power. The second rule is keep your friends close, but keep your enemies closer. Some of you have taken that rule a step further. That second law, you have taken it a step further. You are dating your enemy. You are engaging in a morals congress with your enemy. You are telling enemy your secrets. You are posting your enemy, my baby. My, mm. Some of you are dating your enemies, honestly, because how you will be with somebody, they have no empathy for you. They gaslight you. I, they are verbally or physically abusive with you. Now, when I say no empathy, let me paint a picture for you. Mm. Let's say your significant other is meant to come over, for example, and the person is meant to bring food for you. The person, okay, okay, another disclaimer. Because I'm a girl, when I'm trying to give examples, I feel the need to always say he, 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 because, you know, obviously, I've only, my experience is with men. So I'm tempted to say he, he, he. But I'm trying as much as possible not to do that. But if you hear me using men as the example, 
please i am not in any way bashing men it's just my experience is going to come from my experience don't forget that anyways moving on the significant other is meant to bring food on their way and you guys just you guys had a quarrel during the day so when the person they come back now you know come by the food come and you know say so you know get food for us you are dating people who hate you what that's a scenario you're trying to find okay what's the point in that scenario people who put your well-being behind their emotions so i'm angry at you so let's say you're you're sick this person knows you're not feeling fine you're malaria drug because you put forth they don't check up on you it's alpha even if it's just alpha has jobs coming along has your coming along and you say well, it's getting better and they continue doing for the rest of the day that's fine some people will not even do anyone. They will just leave you. If you want to die, you die. And you people are still there. You people are still together. Or is the one that will be insulting you? Ah, please do. You are dating somebody that hates you because it has to be pure hatred for you to open your mouth. You say, much you say, tell me, oh, you like me. You say, much you say, tell me, oh, you love me. You start calling me names. Call me, call me a fool. Call me an idiot. Call me this, call me that. Excuse you. That's not love, baby. That's something else. And I'm not going to partake in it. Or the ones who are physically abusive. I don't even understand. That's the one that really bothers my brain. It really bothers my brain. Well, I'm going to touch on all of this more. But like, this is one other thing you would see. If you're dating your enemy, these are the signs to look out for. They'll gaslight you. No empathy. They're physically or verbally abusive. My dear, run away. Also, this is another very important one. If you are a secret or there are a lot of secrets, the entire heading of this particular one is secrecy and is in twofold. First of all, you are with somebody. No one in their um, circle knows you. So you, you are dating this person. You don't even know their friend. One friend like this you don't know. One friend like this you never know. We're not even talking about those who refuse to post people they are with. If you are with somebody, Mm-hmm. You part together. Even your finger, they never post. I have been doing this thing for like months, a year plus. Watch that. There's a reason why you're not being posted. It's not some people. There's a difference between saying, "Oh, mm, I like my relationships low key," and "I like my relationships a secret." If somebody is keeping you a secret, there's a reason behind it. There's a reason. There's a reason why they don't want other people to know they're with you, and you need to dig deeper and find that reason. Cause now you go so far. Or if there are a lot of um, secrets now with the person. And when I say secrets, I don't mean like big, big secrets. So I just mean like when you don't know the person you're with. All right. Let me use this scenario. Um, beyond not knowing anybody from their end, not knowing family, not knowing friends, not knowing anybody from their end, or not even being like shown to the world as, okay, this is my person. If you find that, you're never included in the person's plans. I'm not saying small plans like, oh, babes, I'm, um, I'm going to buy um, rice from Chicken Republic. No. But let's say, let's say this person works um, works in Lagos State and they need to go to, let's say, Bayelsa. <laughs> Bayelsa is my home state, by the way. Per, <laughs> they have to go to Bayelsa for like a work trip. And you hear the person about like, ah, how are you? I've no, I know you're from Radio Love today, Seth. Oh, sorry. Um, I, I had to, I was on the road. I had to come to Gaza for a work trip. So somebody you're with traveled 
from one state to the other and you're not aware. You guys are not fighting, nothing was happening. It's a sign, all right? Some people genuinely have communication issues and some people are genuinely busy. But I have a rule of thumb hmm? that people who want to will. It will take nothing from anybody to keep you informed, to keep you in know about what they're doing, where they're going, who they're with. Oh, babe, I did not hear from you the whole of yesterday. Oh, my dear, sorry. I was at the, um, what do you call it? Milan block party. Milan block party is not something you just wake up and you attend. You have to buy tickets. You have to enter bus or you enter boat. You have to go all the way from your own house to the place. And at no point in this entire thing, you do think it was important to tell me, who I like to think you're with, that you'll be, you'll be going somewhere. All right, most of you, you find out what your partner is doing after, not even before or during. During is even better. If they don't tell you before, at least they tell you during, it's better. After it has passed and it has ended, that's when you're being informed about it. If somebody does not involve you in their plans, it might look like these things are petty, but they could, you, you keep ignoring it, you keep ignoring it, and it could grow to a larger scale. Alright? Now, so you go, they, 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 they go leave you for the country travel. You're not going to see the person where you do with don't travel. I know that <laughs> there's somebody who's going to listen to this and think I'm shading him, but no, it's not. It's just the only example that comes to mind. <laughs> anyway, anyways, it might look like little, little things here and there. But then every day you see that to keep growing. You you never know anything about this person. You're the last. People tend to share what they are doing, even glimpse of what they are eating. I, I want to go and buy bread and drink tea. They will tell you if they genuinely like you and enjoy talking to you. People will overshare. In fact, they will, even the dream they had, they will tell you. So if you're constantly being, if you're not being told anything, you're constantly being excluded from plans. It's very telling, baby. You need to pack up your things and go. Alright, another thing is when you need to change or work on the person. That's another red flag. First things first, put your hand on your chest and tell yourself, you're not a mental facility. You're not um, a prison. You're not a reform institution for people who need help. No um, shade internet for people who genuinely need help, none at all. But you as a person, you're not, you're not that facility. Hmm? So people should not come and dump on you for, or, or make you, make, okay, um, baby, this is how I am. You should stay and you should help me change. Now, these are people who are dealing with people that are narcissistic, people who are controlling, and people who are abusive. Maybe their abuse could be physical abuse or verbal abuse, or people who are maybe doing um, drugs and all that. You're not the one who is meant to change. The people will change when they want to, at their own time, at their own pace. And sometimes some people can be there when, you know, somebody is going from point A to point B. But if somebody actually wants to change, you will see. If somebody who has anger issues will actively sign himself up for anger management classes. You're not the one that will be ringing it in their ear. Hey, what about the anger management classes you said you attend? You've not started attending. No, it's not done that way. You're not a mental facility. I'm telling you, I'm saying it again. You're not a reformation center. So anybody that you see that comes with some kind of extreme um, red flag, extreme negative behavior, and you're there for me, okay, I can change him. I want to be here for him. Okay, I can change her. I want to be here for her, my dear. You can be there for her from afar. So go far away from that person. Do you understand me? 
all right and then another thing to um look out for is if the person you're with is always unavailable and they that when they now want to be available there's always a and what's the word to use is is the word is similar to resounding but it's not exactly resounding there's always a theme that runs through the availability let me just use that statement so for example oh my goodness this thing is getting to 24 minutes ah. okay i'll round up in like the next okay before 30 minutes i'll round up no, i mean like before this thing gets to 30 minutes not like in the next 30 minutes so so okay you're with somebody who what's the word to use let's use um the example for women now this person does not check up on you nothing doesn't even care about you doesn't care what you're doing who you're with no whenever they start now actively showing you attention it's always come over now let's see i miss you come over let's see my dear they're using you for your body that is meant to be the temple of god just up and leave that place or as a man as a man this babe does not care about you. She knows they won't send you. But whenever she comes around, it's like, I have this thing I need to pay for. Or I have that thing I need to pay for. Or you promised me this. You promise. See, it's like using you for your wallet. You have turned to ATM machine, sir. Congrats. Now you may leave the podium. The thing is, eh, if somebody is giving you the attention you want, and you notice that anytime they give you that attention, it's because there's this particular thing they always have to ask from you. You better tell yourself the truth as it is. They are there for that particular thing. And you notice that the moment it has been done and dusted, they're not available anymore. Just, my dear, chop your early in peace and walk away. Alright? And then, last but not the least, you invest more than them. You invest more time. You invest energy, finances, everything. Trying to make it work. You're, you're putting in more emotion. You're, if you invest more time than the next person, it's a red flag already. Is a red flag. You permit to do 50-50. Now, because we are humans, there are days where the person can give 30%. You have to complete the remaining 70%. But if consistently this person is bringing less than the bare minimum and you are still there, I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just going to tell you, baby, go away. Okay, I said I'll round up very soon. So how do you avoid one-sided relationships? Um, I have only two two here and if you know more please of course let me know and um, one set boundaries i personally i struggle with setting boundaries um oh there's something i okay no i'm going to talk about it set boundaries i personally i like i said i struggle to set boundaries because i don't know i don't know why <laughs> maybe i need therapy too but i struggle to set boundaries so um this is what i do hmm? there are hard news for me as i'm here like this there are hard news at this point that, okay, if you do this one, I'm not going to If you do this one, I will not be here. If you do this one, I will, I will pack my load and go away. I will not hear sorry. And then there could be soft nose, things that you, the person would do. And, okay, we can work on this one. Those are mostly yellow flags because there are red flags, there are green flags, there are yellow flags. If you want, you know, this to be an entire series, you want me to talk about the green and the yellow, please let me know as well. But set boundaries. Find out the things you can take. Find out how long you can, you can take them. Find out the things you cannot take know how you react to these things and be firm that's the word be firm be a bad bad bitch be a bad nigga don't budge because you really like the person or because the person is sponsoring your trip to dubai don't budge i know you really want to go to dubai but don't budge also secondly the second um, way to avoid one side relationships is to i know i'm talking fast but my time is running up 
stop romanticizing potential. A lot of people do that. You, instead of thinking about what the fuck is going on, you are thinking about what if. You don't think about what if. If somebody should show you that they don't want to and they will not, that they don't care about you, they hate you, don't start romanticizing what if. Think about what the fuck is going on right, right now. Right, take their actions as they come, not their actions as you want it to be in the future. Stop romanticizing potential. The one I said about being a dumping ground for people who need help is another example where you should really take this um, stop romanticizing potential advice serious. Because most people, most people have been playing this toxic game for years. So most times when they say, oh, um, babe, I know I, I get angry and I know I shout, but you know I would never hit you. I'm trying to work on my anger. You can stay here with me. You can help me. What they are doing, and it's mostly people with Messiah or is it Messiah complex or savior complex they call it. It's mostly people with that thing who will fall for it. What they are doing is appealing to your inner child who feels the need to save everyone besides themselves. They have managed to create a character that needs help. So you're not actually seeing them for who they are. You're seeing that character who needs help and you're trying to do that. You're trying to see how you can better this person. But baby, it's not your job. It's why there are therapists, there are psychiatrists. They exist in your left. Take the person there. It's not your job. Don't romanticize what can happen in the future. Think about what is happening now and make your decision from it, okay? All right, I have like um, 30... No, I'm going to give myself the next one minute to round up this um, episode. Anyways, if you enjoyed the episode, please let me know. I've noticed that most of um, nobody actually ever takes this um, leave reviews thing I say serious. But I actually need to hear from you guys. I need ginger. I need morale to want to continue. So if you enjoyed the podcast, if um, there's a particular thing about the podcast you really loved hearing, please let me know. If there's something you think I can improve on, please let me know. If you would love um, me to do a follow-up episode on yellow flags and green flags, please let me know so I can make this flag thing an entire series. Um, as usual, don't forget to share the podcast. Don't forget to leave reviews, no matter what you're listening on. I know right now we're on Spotify, we're on Anchor, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts. So please leave a review. Five star. If you leave four star, I will come to your house. I will find you. I will look for you. And I will do something to you. Um, I think that's everything that needs to be said. As always, this is the point where I leave you alone. And on this note... Oh, no, 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 no. I said I was going to ask at the end of the day. Now that you finish finished sharing the podcast, now that you've digested it, ask yourself, are you your baby's baby? If you are, congratulations. If you are not, please, I have an episode about, you know, navigating difficult conversations. Go and listen to it and approach that your person to say what you need to say. Bye.